0: This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother.
1: Welcome back to the Pages Dynasty podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brown. Uh, We are going through every game of the Patriots dynasty era. Um, We started in 2001. We are now week 14 of 2004. Patriots hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, So with me as always is reliable brother, Steve Brown.
0: That's right. Uh, Mr. Reliable, Steve, reliable Brown, just like Troy Brown. Also very
1: reliable. Sure. we'll we'll go with that. Um, No Greg Brown today because he's tired from working.
0: No, that's not so, true. We we got rid of Greg. We upgraded him.
1: So yeah, so uh, yeah. Well, without further ado, Steve, uh, you have brought a, you brought us a guest. Would you like to introduce yes. him?
0: I know all of the long suffering NFL franchise fans. So <laughs> my 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 buddy David Pru, the Bengals fan, is joining us for this 2004 Week 14 First, the Bengals.
2: I, I, I love everybody and uh thanks for the opportunity to join you guys I look forward to uh discussing the uh Bengals and Carson Palmer's first year as a full starter yeah long
0: suffering no more as well
1: that's true yeah
0: you guys are riding high finally we'll see I remember <laughs> I was in a car with you before the season started you were stoked about the Bengals and you were right
1: yeah all right yeah so should we start there um how do you feel about this most recent Super Bowl?
2: Uh you it... know, yeah, no, seriously, it was a um better than expected year. Um, you know, we're riding high with Jerry Burrow. Uh Jamar Chase, what a great pickup. Um, you know, the the young man uh playing quarterback got sacked way more times than we wished. Mm. Looks like our um those offensive line has been addressed very well. Mm. Um you know, but this, I'm not, I now—I don't know the experience of being a New England sports fan because you guys have rings. We yeah. have disappointment.
1: So, you know, as, as happy as we were about
2: making it to the Super Bowl, it ended the way Cincinnati sports ends, as always, with a close call and a, and a loss. But but we feel great. But, but I, the, what I do notice still, the national media still thinks that was a one-year wonder, and it puts doubt in the uh, Cincinnati sports fans' head. When do we hear that? So um, we, you know, we're, we're we're hoping to, you know, accomplish our goals, get get back there. But when you when you watch ESPN and uh, you know all these other channels, we're not picked on uh, the other top of the AFC still. So you know, still question whether or not it's retainable.
0: Well, wow, that's your problem right there. Listen to ESPN. That is, yeah. And you should hear yeah. Boston Sports talk. Apparently, the Patriots are fucking never going to win a game ever again. Yeah.
1: yeah. There, there was already a... talk about packaging um, Mac Jones and two first-round draft picks for Russell Wilson. <laughs> even though he's already been traded. So, that's cool.
0: There was a There was a note from the commentators or a stat in this game that the Bengals hadn't had a winning season since 1990.
1: Yeah, but awesome. they had been 8-8 eight and eight for the past, what, two or three years or something like that? And they would They'd finish
0: this 8-8 games, right? And then they go to the playoffs a bunch of years in a row and lose because Carson's good and then just couldn't mm-hmm. get over that first-round hump.
1: Well, they had they had the Carson injury, too, which was like that was their one year where they were kind of similar to this past year. Um he Carson,
2: came up on all often with the Steelers, went low on Carson Palmer, But uh, Cincinnati, true Cincinnati sports fans are not Carson Palmer fans because Carson Palmer has been uh, very negative um, towards the Bengals for a very long time. Even recently, saying that the um, uh, the the Bengals will never protect him and he needs to find his way out after two great years. So, uh, Carson Palmer is a a four letter word here and. the greater Cincinnati area. This is why
0: we brought you on. I I would have assumed that they love Carson Palmer. Yeah.
2: Not at all. Not at all. He forces at down and and obviously over the Super Bowl um, coverage, Carson Palmer spoke up very heavily against uh, the Bengals front office and, um, you know, he's been out of the league for a couple years now. I don't know why he's even irrelevant anymore. (laughs) Coming That's from great. a insane sports fan. Okay, so what do they think about Corey Dillon?
1: That was going to be my next this question. This Corey yeah. Dillon
2: revenge game. That's a great transition.
1: We're we love Corey Dillon. Okay. Okay. But he
2: also shot his way out of town.
1: Allegedly. Yeah, like worse, it seems. Listen to yeah, you but know. he
2: did it right. Okay. Um, he did it right because Corey was an exceptional talent, got very little support, and got frustrated. And, you know, you know the obviously... The, uh, the, the, you know, the number one thing was he threw his pads and his helmet and stands. He did get his helmet back, uh, which was a big deal for him. But at that time, the, the, the franchise was in shambles, and, yeah. uh, and, and it very, very much should have been. And Carson Palmer didn't have what he needed, uh, and he forced his way out. And Marvin Lewis actually endorsed him to Belichick uh, when they were going to make the trade. Hmm. but at that time he needed his way out very similar to what's going on with Cincinnati sports now with the reds um the reds owner just um one of the reds front office owners just told the fans on opening day where else are you going to go if you don't like the product get out of here yeah and that <laughs> that's what was you wish Daniels for motto in 2004 and five and six yeah. and now the the Bengals PR team and front office are rock stars in this town. Mm-hmm. So Corey did what he needed to do, and I've always supported that. And I'm glad he got his ring.
0: So you were rooting for him in 04. Was the that Super Bowl, the Super Bowl that he plays in? You were definitely all about him.
2: No, nah, we were we were we were rooting for we were rooting for Corey Dillon. Yeah. And that's not the, the
0: Patriots, Patriots, just Corey Dillon.
2: Got it. Corey. No, we were rooting for Corey Dillon, not the Patriots.
1: I get that. We were rooting
2: yeah. for Corey Dillon, but just going back and watching the video. Uh, just seeing, you know, fifth year for Belichick and all everything they were building up to. It's kind of neat to go back and watch that in hindsight mm-hmm. and look at where they were. Uh, we're we're not Patriot haters as much as you think we are, Mr. Brown. We're big, big with supporters. Yeah, so but we're doing it. We're rooting for Chad Johnson when Chad got there, and I'm, I'm a. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wish yeah. that would worked out. Yeah. You know, yeah. you guys got our, uh, can we call them sloppy seconds on there?
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you guys got our sloppy seconds hey, hey, and Corey hey, hey. worked hey. out. Chad didn't. You know what um, yeah.
0: Burkhead. He was sweet. Oh, Rex, uh, yeah, too? Rex,
2: Rex actually played a lot of golf at one of our former uh, properties. All right. So <laughs> uh, Rex was a very nice young man. Yeah, yeah. you guys got caught a couple of sloppy, sloppy seconds. But, but no, we were rooting for Corey Dillon. We really were. He worked his tail off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it seems like when I was, I was doing my deep dive on him. He was just the kind of guy who was like the lone bright spot on the Bengals for basically his entire career.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah Willie Anderson was awesome at that time and should be an all-fame, in my opinion, um, as a tackle. Um, but Corey was just yeah. a, a – he was a blue-collar, grinder, Cincinnati. I hate to say the word Pittsburgh – um, but you know, one of those, one of the, not one of those, not one of those Northeast, uh, you know, country type, uh, Northeast America types that get it all handed to them. Corey Dillon was a grinder and, uh, he just worked his tail off. So that's why we, we supported him when he left, even though he went to the enemy.
0: See, you can tell David's never even been out of the state of Kentucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's see. Let's talk about this 2004 Bengals team briefly, too, Um, because, like you said, this is Carson Palmer's first year as a starter. Uh, Started off a little rocky and then seemed to turn it around. They had won, coming into this game, they had won their four of the last five. Uh, The week before, they had beat the um, Ravens. um, Fourth quarter comeback, Carson Palmer played probably his best game of his career at this point. And the week before that was the uh, shootout with the Browns that we talked about last week when the Pages played, oh, played yeah. the Browns. Um, that's the, what was it? It was like 48, 45. I think it's still yeah, the second like highest scoring non-overtime game in the history of the NFL. And it was Browns-Bengals. And the you know, Bengals still won by two scores <laughs> in a shootout. So, uh, so they're coming in flying pretty high. Um they're, even though they're only six and six, but uh, Carson Palmer does get hurt in this game in the second half. Uh, kind of, it was uh, almost foreshadowing the the Kimo Van Olhoffson hit I yeah. thought because it was kind of like low in the side of his knee, and he, I guess he had a a sprain in his knee is what they they said in the uh, the highlights afterwards. Um, this is so before I,
0: someone hit Tom Brady like that, and the NFL made it illegal,
1: right? Well, actually, they made it illegal when Carson. Yeah, we Palmer, can
2: call that the Tom Brady rule, not the Carson Palmer rule. all sorts of Tom Brady
1: I, I think it is the Carson Palmer rule that, and they, they they put it in that off season, really? and then it's just everybody oh, remembers the Tom Brady one because he was coming off his 2007 season. Yeah, um, very sad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but um, so this is this is a kind of a promising upstart bengal's team um but uh a bright spot would be that they would make their first appearance on monday night football since 1992 where they would uh beat the denver broncos at home uh but their one i I would say achilles heel for this team um up until just very recently was that they were coached by marvin lewis and so I'm I'm curious to get a Bengals fan's perspective on Marvin Lewis because he was one of those coaches who, uh, I mean, it's almost like the Andy Dalton line where it's the Marvin Lewis line where he will get you the playoffs, but you will not win a playoff game. And is that good or is that not good? He's like a little bit better Jeff Fisher. Yeah. No.
2: Well, you know, in 2005, Marvin Lewis was great. You know, we, we came out of nowhere. We started to win games. Uh, 2005, they were the AFC champions, if I believe right. Um, that was the year after uh, this year. So you mm-hmm. could, you know, Marvin came in and changed the culture, but he changed the culture to we're good enough.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, we're good enough to make the playoffs, we're good enough to win nine or 10 games. And that was great until good enough became the standard. Right, and right. so that was a problem. But in that 2004 game, with the talent that they had with a first-year starter, um, Marvin was a hero. in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not to get into anything much more, more you know, we, we had an African-American um, coach, one of the few – and and I think it resonated great with the players at that time <laughs> to have one of the few and to Chad and Horst Manzada, who's a very strong personality. I don't know if we could have had a different coach at the time to get <laughs> to the hump. The problem was Marvin could never get him over the hump. Right. But if we're going back to the 2004, 2005, 2006 era, uh, it certainly was better than Dave Shruha. And, you know, a lot of the coaches we had uh, pre-Marvin Lewis. And he, he's had a great tenure. But, but, you know, you asked me that question in 2004, we were ecstatic. Yeah, 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 You asked me that question in 2008, 17, 16, before we made the switch. Eh, it's time to make a switch. And the same would have been said for a current coach after year one and year two. So I really believe, you know, you have to give these guys a little more leash than what they need. It's hard to change culture. Yeah. As uh, Mr. Brown knows and everything we do, uh, Steve, you know, it's hard to change culture. Sometimes you got to be the bad guy. It's
0: not hard for me. I don't have to do any of it.
2: Well, it's easy. <laughs> <your> <laughs> it looks
0: bedroom. hard,
1: sure.
2: Yeah, it's easier from your studio bedroom, but it's a little hard <laughs> when you're on the ground. <laughs>
1: Uh, that feels about right uh, That sums up but no, We love well. Marvin We love Marvin for a long
2: time And it was time for
1: a change That's all F- Fair enough Alright Yeah uh, He didn't fare very well Against uh, Belichick and the Patriots um, The Pats went 6-1 and one Versus uh, Marvin Lewis led Bengals uh, Steve do you remember the loss Or do we Do either of you remember The Patriots loss to the Bengals it Happened in
2: 2000 Preseason <laughs> Was it preseason That's it, was remember. it
1: was not It was not no. it was uh i remember i only remember because it was in the rain and brady just couldn't throw a touchdown and no. it was one of those like slog games in cincinnati and it was just awful what year was it 2013 it was just
0: it was like the lost years
1: yeah it was yeah it was a tough game this
0: this game does have a name though
1: okay remember it we does. talk about
0: how certain games have names and you yep. watch them you're like oh yeah that's the whatever game yeah this is the i don't know what do you call it what's your name for
1: this game andy the Corey Dillon revenge game?
0: No, no, no. You're thinking that uh, you missed
1: the big play. You oh, did. well, I mean, which big play? There's a few. You
0: call one. it like a butt pass or the seated pass or?
1: The, oh, that. Okay. So there is that. I mean, there's a lot to, to get into in this game. Um, but before we do that, let, let's just real quick. I want to go over some of the other coaches in this, this team um, because just the fact that they were. Um, Ah, fuck it. Doesn't matter. Never mind. <laughs> uh, matter. I, I'll try to, to shoehorn Hugh Jackson in there somehow, but eh, fuck it. <laughs> Is he <laughs> on the coaching? You staff? can leave Hugh Jackson
2: out of a lot of conversations. Yeah. And it'll be okay here in Cincinnati.
1: It's not where. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the wide receivers coach and he's coaching Chad Jackson and TJ Hoosh Mazoo. Um, yeah. And somehow managed to turn that into um, a head coaching career where he went three and 36 and one um with the browns uh, perhaps someone he, some he, he was
2: he was 500 with the raiders for how many Anything games two jobbing.
1: yeah one and one <laughs> i think
2: he was eight and eight with the raiders
1: all right all right i mean
2: but he is not a, a, a someone else we we're gonna really want to talk much about in cincinnati because he's He's still a little disgruntled since um, he didn't get the head coaching job here when Marvin decided to step down. Oh,
1: that's right, 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 right. Yeah. No, he did. Yeah. He went 8-8 in Oakland before going 1-15, and 16 and then 2-5-1 and in Cleveland in three years. How did you get that third season?
2: I've got my stats there. Yeah, <laughs> rounding. team. I, I know my Hugh Jackson. But no, I mean, the stuff I, that stuck out from that ball game with me – with with the revenge game one, I don't think Dylan got much revenge. He did. He scored on a touchdown that wasn't a touchdown. True. He was actually down. Yep. Uh, Rudy, John- oh. it looked like a Rudy Johnson revenge game in the first half.
1: Yeah, yeah he was pretty good. Yeah, he was. And kind of he was the
2: defense ahead. at well, the time control. was it was mostly like a ball control game. But I mean, yeah, pretty much it came down to ball control. That uh, that um, that interception for a touchdown, I think, changed it and. And I love Troy Brown, two way player. And oh, you got yeah. Troy Brown. And um, who scored the touchdown on the interception?
1: Asante Samuel. Rookie. Yeah, rookie.
2: But looking at that defense on that team, how are the Bengals going to win against Brisky, Harrison, Seymour, McGinnis, Will Clark? Yeah.
0: You well, can keep going. Yeah. Coming coming into the game, everyone was worried because the Bengals could throw the ball around the yard, and we we're right. starting Earthwind Moreland. did
1: Yeah, it, this was a season where they just didn't yeah, have
2: defensive. That, that defense, I don't know how many Hall of Famers you have on that defense, but you got a lot of names.
1: Oh yeah,
0: it is. Their secondary is so bad.
1: Yeah, it was just the secondary that was the issue, and so going up against a, a pass heavy team, team, you would kind of expected the Bengals to come out just slinging the ball, and they really didn't. And they and had yeah, no success on the ground.
2: They ran Rudy a lot, and Rudy had a great game, except for that fumble that I don't think was a fumble either. But we can, between the non fumble and non touchdown, the Bengals probably win that game.
0: But, <laughs> I don't know, because it was a third down. They would have gone for on fourth, and Corey Dillon would have punched that through.
2: But oh. I think that was one of the first times that Brady Sneak really turned into a Brady Sneak.
1: You think so? He, he,
2: he snuck it on fourth down and got about 3 yards and that changed the game
1: too. Well that's yeah. I mean that's just what he's been doing. That's
2: Brady's yeah.
1: Like for, oh, since yeah. since week 1 that, uh, like of his career that's kind of what he's been doing. That is. Um, I don't I don't know how it took so many teams so long to stop it. I'm a little surprised that um, the play that I keep seeing pop up is the Patriots go five wide real quick um, and Brady's in the shotgun to start out with Sends everybody out wide so that you don't have much of defenders in the box, and then just steps up underneath the the center and goose's him in, and gets the 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 two three however many yards he needs that way, and it's just he so. He gets three simple. when he needs
2: one. Yeah, I mean he gets three when he needs one. He doesn't yeah. get one and a half. No, he, get, he always gets three. So.
1: Yeah, and he does it every time. I think he has like a ninety eight percent success rate or something. He's been doing it for twenty years. It's unbelievable. One of yeah. the best short short yardage backs in the history of the NFL. Well,
0: that's how he got to. You got to a thousand yards doing it, right? Like
1: two yeah. yards <laughs> a He did. And I think his yeah. longest carry is like twenty two yards. Maybe you've already seen it too. Yeah, he way. It was like oh two. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it it was not. It was not recent. You know, um,
0: they have baby gazelle out there with all arms
2: and legs. So oh my
1: god! Yeah, it does. It looks. Like, yeah, it looks like a baby giraffe. Mm. Just been born. Learn how to use its arms and legs.
2: Um, so, so for badge fans. Hmm. Why is this called the Dylan Revenge Game if Dylan was a non-factor?
0: It's because he really only plays one year, right? Because Corey we, Dylan's not really a factor outside of this one season. I mean, it's this is, really yeah, this
1: is his big... I think he next season does okay, but yeah, he, he, the wheels kind of fall off and He gets hurt yep. and gets so, replaced by Lawrence Maroney, I believe, of all people. And
0: I, I say this is not known for the Corey Dillon Revenge Game. This game is known for that play where Tom Brady lands on his ass after, like, stumbling over his own feet, dropping back, and throws. That's
2: in my notes, and I (laughs) Uh, love that.
0: Yeah. I don't want to sum that up in a name, but, like, I don't know, the butt pass name, (laughs) the game, I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know why it's a Brady revenge game, because I've got in my notes Brady passes from his ass.
1: (laughs) The ass pass, there you go. It's, yeah. yeah,
2: it should be the ass-pass game, but I still don't think he had the – I think people are still figuring out who he was. And I think mm-hmm. between the quarterback snake, the ass-pass, and just the way he handled himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Christian Fourier scoring a touch. I mean, you got Troy Brown scoring, you know, getting an interception. Yep. I mean, it's just always been the no-name. You know, other than the the names are on the defense and on that team. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I wish in Cincinnati we had that kind of luck.
0: And no receivers over like five foot 10.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All these tiny little guys. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, to to your point, I think the reason this is the Dylan Revenge game is because that's how it was posed pregame, you know? And like all the highlights were about how. Um, Corey Dillon was still hated by the Bengals and like even in the announcers when he scored his first touchdown he's like oh it's it's nice to see everybody still being professional and that there's no extra pushing and shoving after he scored sort of shit so I think they were expecting it to be this like super kind of like scrappy touch and go sort of thing and it just wasn't
2: well that's a testament to his work ethic here in Cincinnati the people Mm -hmm. that were in the trenches with them that grinded with them we're happy for him. Yeah, and, I mean, was, and at that time, most of them probably wished they were him and yeah. were out of Cincinnati, yeah. and so they didn't hold that against him. They were they were happy for him because he actually found his way. It was dis- dysfunctional in all means here at that time and has been up until the last couple of years. So, so yeah, I mean, I get it. In the last, the last image of him in Cincinnati. Was throwing his pads in the in the stands.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, so what? You know, what else are you going to do? The you know the story going into it as broadcasters, other than he's going back up against them? But but no, I think that everybody was classy, and uh, he still didn't score on that touchdown.
0: Hey, and let's <laughs> not let's not pretend like Corey Dillard didn't have a good game. Twenty two carries, eighty eight yards, a touchdown. It's four. Years and they said in the broadcast he's the only player ever and. In- that this may even still stand to get 75 plus rushing yards in every game he's played.
2: What was Rudy Johnson's stats?
1: Rudy? Uh, they're kind of similar,
2: very similar. Right? Uh, 24 for 89. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Dylan had
0: one less yard but a better average and a tutty,
2: right? And Kitna came in and played pretty well at the end.
0: He did, yeah. Kitten had nine for 13, 126, a touchdown, and a pick. Yeah, but I mean. Troy brown. It, it's, it's tough to
1: say you've had a in good day zone. as a quarterback when the one interception you threw was to uh, a converted wide receiver
0: in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, that's not it, good. in the that's end a, zone. That's yeah. a bad place to throw a pick, too.
1: And you know, yeah. I mean, Drew Bledsoe can attest. But at, at the my favorite fact from this game is after this game, Troy Brown has now three interceptions on the season, which is tied for the team lead in the yeah. interceptions. <laughs> okay. Troy Brown is leading the team. Leading this play, defense so like, of all defenses, the two thousand four doing a
2: was amazing. That was yeah. right when I mean he played everywhere, and mm-hmm. he wound up didn't his uh, career end at the Pro Bowl with a yeah. uh, catch in the sand and he hurt himself?
1: No, was that was what yeah. oh, that was their running back, yeah, Robert Edwards. that
2: was their running back. Yeah, but yeah. that Troy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he played everything. He did everything. That wasn't Troy that hurt himself in the Pro no, Bowl.
0: No, no, Robert
1: Edwards was like what two thousand five. No, Robert that Edwards was, not. like, uh, early 2000s. That uh, was Robert Edwards. And yeah, I think out. it was, like, he uh, may have actually been 2000s. Because um, he, was, he was supposed to be the replacement for uh, Curtis Martin, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, and, he like, he, he, had big, he had a great rookie, rookie season in the year. Pro Bowl. He tore it and, like, that was just bad. never the same. Played yeah. sand
0: football. And it was, like, it exploded his knee. Never played again. No, he did play again.
1: He did. He played for the... On the podcast,
0: yeah. Yeah, he, we, he played
1: for Miami. Yeah. Um, and did nothing because uh, he just wasn't the same guy. Um, Can I list
0: off the Bengals turnovers in this game? Okay. <laughs> First drive, Rudy Johnson fumble on the 12, yeah. even though David yeah. was actually a fumble. doesn't matter. That's, that's what that's
2: I'm pretty, pretty sure he on was the
1: game log. Yeah.
0: Then pick six right yeah. after the Patriots scored a touchdown. They come out and immediately throw a pick six.
1: Yeah, so and Patriots then, scored two touchdowns in 12 seconds.
0: Yeah and then John Kitna throwing that interception to Troy Brown in Troy Brown's own end zone yeah. late in the game. And he that took it
2: funny. out of the three, which <laughs> he should have stayed down.
1: He sure. should have, but I mean... You know, <laughs> when <laughs> when, a when you're a wide receiver and a punt returner, like all that just looks like green fields. You, you, can't, you can't help yourself. But they're on the New England 10-yard line, so there's three
0: turnovers inside the 15.
1: Yeah, in the red Not zone. On their list, own yeah.
2: or in the Patriots. And Corey, Dill- Corey Dillon, was traded for the Medea Williams, I think, is what that pick wound up being. Uh he was traded for a pick that turned into Medea Williams, and Medea was a fan favorite here. But yeah, yes, safety. Yeah, Brady falls and completes pass from his ass is the biggest thing I have circled in my notes. <laughs> and that that should be it should be the, the the buck fumble and the ass pass. That should be the, those two games should go down on history. That's I, bet, the difference. I bet you if they replayed that on ESPN now, most people probably forgot about that ass
0: pass. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah I think but so. But you see it as a just hand, you go, oh, shit, I remember that. But you never really thought about it.
1: No, yeah. That's yeah. the
0: difference between us and the Jets. The Jets have the butt fumble, we right. have the ass pass. You know, this is two totally different franchises going in totally different directions. For them. But you also won
2: that game, and I don't think the Jets won the butt fumble
1: game. Oh, no, they, get, oh, they very they much did not. Of them. <laughs> They
0: got like 40. they got four touchdowns scored in like
1: a minute and a half, right? Uh it was it is the it was three touchdowns in under a minute. Yeah.
2: Mark Sanchez looks great on TV though. Sure.
1: <laughs> he does, he's a very pretty man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Guys, any other questions for me before I uh bog down your your stuff too much? I could do this for days and days. I love this stuff. I know you can.
1: I mean, we started a podcast to do this, so we could also do this for days and days. <laughs> What's
2: uh, Brady, uh, so what's Brady gonna do? Uh, is this last hurrah? What do you guys think?
0: Uh, <laughs> you know uh, what? It's nice not to have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's basically right it's really that. nice. You know, you don't have to. That's not really my problem. Yeah, yeah. Mac Jones. And he, he's he's reached his uh, Brett Favre, se- Favre se- era.
2: Yeah, you're secretly stalking him, Steve Brown. I know you are. Oh, don't get me wrong. You're I always in his DMs. You're keeping an eye on him. I know you are. Of course You're I right. keep
0: an eye on him. He's like, it's like an ex-girlfriend, you know, you sometimes check their social medias or whatever. Oh, just, yeah. Just to see if they're happier
1: or, or less yeah. happy without you. Hopefully
0: yeah. everything's working out for them.
1: Wish them all the best. And if it's not the best, that's fine too. Yeah. If
2: it's not the best, that's a little better. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Troy, Troy Brown. Troy
0: Brown is the Patriots player that you marry. You know, you love Troy Brown. He's That's everything right. you ever wanted.
2: I, I, I love Troy Brown
0: as well. We are the number one Troy Brown fans. We're working our hardest to get him on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll stop it. Or I might stop. <laughs> then my, my my life's mission will be accomplished.
1: But yeah. I mean, what what more is there after that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I agree.
1: Being able to talk to Troy Brown about his time on the Patriots.
0: And how much we love him. It'll be weird
1: for him. Oh, it definitely will be. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Do I have any more Bengals stuff? I don't think so. I mean, this is just—it's kind—it's of, one of those like forgotten games where there's like a lot of cool stuff that happens, but there's nothing particularly memorable about the game itself. Like it wasn't—it wasn't, it wasn't
0: watchability score, Andy.
1: It wasn't really back and forth. I mean, watchability score. So what do uh, we do? It out of six Lombardies. Um, I would say four. There's a good amount of scoring. There's some great plays. It's definitely rewatchable, um, and it's one of those maybe like uh, not quite on the the forgotten gems level, but it's it's close to that. I would say. I give it a four and a half. Okay, a four and an AOC championship
0: ring, if you. Will. I I could be I could be because there's a lot of convinced. great big name players in this, and they all ball out. T.J. Hushmanzada has his yeah, like twelve catches game. or something. Yeah, yeah. Earthquake and Bore yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: At 11, the last I, I kept track of uh, TJ was a ball. I would say on the Bengals side, I know this is a uh, Patriots podcast, but on the Bengals side, it was definitely a little bit of a turning point. Like, we can play with these guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the next year, they, you know, they won the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, and that started their. Um, you know, a couple year run in the playoffs with Marvin. They never won a playoff game. But I think it was a measuring stick game for them. Yeah. Um, you could see there was a little chippiness. But overall, I mean, the Patriots dynasty had already started. Mm-hmm. But nobody knew what it was going to actually be. Right. But they went toe-to-toe with them, and they kept it close. And so, you know, from a bigger fan perspective, it was like, okay, we're close. You know, we we don't fumble. Yeah, yeah. We you know we don't throw that interception, and maybe we win that game, and we're seven and six instead of six and seven. Yeah. And from then on, it, it it went great. And and you know, and Belichick was in his fifth year, I think, as a coach. And what you know now, look at him.
1: <laughs> Still the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, wrecking people too at that point. Four His days. halftime
2: yeah. interview was great. <laughs> and I was, it, it looked like Belichick today. He had the same answers he would today. So he oh, yeah. talks a guys, little bit
0: more back in the day. He talks he's a little he recent. recently. You guys are very fortunate to
2: have uh what you have there. And yeah. um I feel sorry for you in the AFC going forward because <laughs> with this new offensive line um and all the skill players we have, it's gonna be, you know. You'll be on my podcast here in about three
1: years. <laughs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> we will hold you to that. Sure, we'll come we'll on your podcast.
2: Someone just has to teach me how to do a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Steve.
0: <laughs> well, when is the when is the Joe Burrow versus Mac Jones matchup? That'll be good.
1: Oh, yeah. Isn't this year coming up? Mm, I think so. I don't
0: know. I'm, I'm googling it right now. We need our um, stat check, bro.
1: Fact check. Yeah, let's let's uh. Returning to schedule, there. They do play the Bengals at Foxborough this go. year.
0: What week? Uh, it hasn't been determined yet. All oh, right, it hasn't been released yet.
1: Correct. So
0: there so. you go. We'll see. We'll, we're about to find out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe the Patriots would be like, "Wow, we can really hang with these guys." They went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they got right. <laughs>
2: the Yeah.
1: Yeah, measuring yeah, stick. Might, it
2: might be yes. If you, yeah, it'd be a little uh little heat check for the Patriots here coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'll let you go unless you need me for anything else. Steve, you got anything else for me?
1: Yeah,
0: thanks for coming on, David. Yeah. Really Andrew, anything else chair.
2: I can answer about Steve? You want to know his deepest, darkest secrets?
0: <laughs> this goes the other <laughs> way around, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I already know. We're all thirty-four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's there's nothing good in that that closet, there unfortunately. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for inviting me, and I appreciate being
1: on. Yeah, I really liked having you. Thanks a lot, David.
2: Anytime. Thanks, guys. All right, take it easy. Take it
1: easy, guys. The man's got some Coach O vibes.
2: Yeah, I told you, Coach O.
1: Yeah. Kentucky Coach O, he's
0: the best. Yeah,
1: Uh, I'm a little disappointed Greg's not here, because I had a a genius Bill Belichick thing for him to to scoff at. Yes. Uh, So a couple of them, actually. Oh, multiple, right? Yeah. So maybe we'll save this for Greg. We'll we'll, we'll cut this clip and play it for him. Um, but at the beginning of the game, they're talking about how you know the Patriots are what eleven and one coming into this game, so you know they need some motivation to play a five hundred Bengals team. But I guess these two teams have played in the preseason, and the Bengals were up thirty-one nothing at halftime over the Patriots. So Belichick spent the entire week playing the low lights because he was saying that uh, we got whooped. And they're like, oh, it's just preseason. He's like, yeah, all our starters were in, though. So he was playing all of the, the bullshit stuff that happened in the preseason just to get him hyped for this. And the other thing was that um, one of the Bengals' defensive backs, Torrey James, apparently super long dude, big long arms. So Belichick had the... Um, Defensive backs carrying racquetball rackets to knock down footballs. That's a classic, right? It's it's so bell- it's it's like uh, the 2001 Super Bowl where he had all the uh, wide receivers line up three yards off sides, yeah, to simulate the speed of the the Rams' offense. Just thinking outside the box, Steve. You know what that is? That's oh, genius. fucking genius. Smart. Nobody else does that. that. No one
0: else would thought to use pregame. No,
1: no one knows the thing. No one even knows the thing about that.
0: I think he's on our team. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the best. <laughs> he's still Troy Brown. This is a another peak Troy Brown game. Troy Brown. I is mean, yes, of, he's he's the. This is a premium Troy Brown we're in right now.
1: Yeah. Even the fact that he was uh, he actually got a defensive holding call that yep. was yep. declined no, because he's he's covering uh, T.J. Houshmandzadeh on third downs out of the slot.
0: He also draws uh, OPI on on Hushmanzada.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. One of say, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's like, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah this, is, this is peak Troy Brown. This in 2001, like 2001 peak, like uh, offensive Troy Brown, you know, like 0102. Uh, and this is peak just like Patriot Troy Brown, right? You're your t- prototypical player. Prototypical New England Patriot. Just football player, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if actually if it was this season that um, he lined up as the emergency quarterback in the preseason. Probably. Let's see. Talk amongst yourself, Stephen.
0: Mm, I'm going through whatever else I got on my notes here.
1: No it, was, no, it was 2006. So he hasn't even done that yet. Line up a quarterback.
0: He's back nine. He's on, on like 17 at that point.
1: 2006. Well, he's still he's still around 2007 when. Um, yeah, we talked
0: about if him Brady and Marsh, was Randy yeah. Moss cross and they did
1: yeah um so here's a a good stat that i wanted to bring up about Corey dillon um because they showed how he's doing this year compared to his career high numbers Mm. um like just across the board so um his career high rushes per game were just over 21 this season he's averaging 23 carries a game um his career high for rushing yards per game In a season was uh, previously just over 89. This year, it's over 100. It's 111 yards. Uh, His yards per rush is still 4.8, which matches his career high. And he, in this game, gets his 10th touchdown of the season, which matches yet another career high. So this is, he's setting career highs in literally every statistic this season.
0: It's tough that he doesn't ball out more years than just this one,
1: you know? He does. Yeah, I mean he he's sets... like, like the only year I even remember Corey Dillon. Well that's because you were like 12. <laughs> he's been around. No, no, <laughs> just... but like
0: also when I, when I think back about the Patriots dynasty, it's like, yeah, Corey Dillon 04. But no one's like Corey Dillon 05, 06, 07. It could have been Oh oh you're talking about on the page. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, oh five, he yeah. uh, he struggled with injuries and stuff. Um this
0: looks sort of the end of his career. Like this is his last good season, I feel like.
1: yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I think he goes somewhere else eventually.
1: Nope. No, he retires as a, a Patriot.
0: There you go. Yeah. Put him in the hall.
1: Put him in the hall. I would agree.
0: Is he For actually one, is he a Hall of Famer NFL?
1: Um, It doesn't say anything anywhere of him being a Hall of Famer in his Wikipedia. So I'm going to say no, which is a shame. Because yeah. he, I mean, he set the rookie record for rushing yards in a game um, which again has since been broken uh, 39 times for 246 yards and four touchdowns over the Tennessee Oilers um, which broke Jim Brown's rookie single season game record that had stood at that point for 40 years I think it's still been it's been broken since um, by somebody weird where is it Um, oh Mike Anderson oh yeah yeah, has since broken that. Uh, he also held the single game, like singles game rushing record overall, um, which again has since been broken. But he ran for uh, 278 yards against the Broncos, which broke Walter Payton's 275, which again had stood for like 40 years because, you know, Walter Payton was way back then. Yeah, he said it in 77. Um, and then, he missed
0: all 16 games in 2006.
1: Yeah, but I think he's hurt when he's doing it. Oh, actually, no. uh 2006, he was sharing um, the the backfield with Lawrence Maroney.
0: He took his 13 touchdowns. That's his career high.
1: That's not bad. So I think he may have been a short short yardage back, perhaps. I mean, his
0: touchdowns for the Patriots go 12, 12, 13. Oh, yeah. His yards go from 1,600 to 733 to 812, but... Yeah. Carries at 200 ish. I mean,
1: boy, can score a touchdown. You
0: not know five, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this is the only year he's good, but looking at the stats, he definitely only plays 12 games in 05, but six he plays all the whole whole year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Carries at a 4.1 average and scores 13 touchdowns in 800 yards. Like, yeah. today, that's like that's like Damien Harris balling out, right? <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, but that's not the 4.8 yards a carries getting in 2004, right? Yeah, <sighs> so. I guess he didn't play long enough really to get in the hall, but still in which so, hall? I mean, if
0: you think he's eight years into his career played every yeah. single game, except for a couple in this last year in Cincinnati <laughs> and he gets over 75 yards, every single one of
1: them. He's a true workhorse back. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's one of those school. Well, I don't think, he, I don't think he got 75 yards in every single game he's ever played. I
0: think, I think, think, it, I think it was said. with the Patriots. No, I think they said in his career.
1: No, because I saw something where, um, he there was some drama about him like coming off the field and like not going back on because, um, he had like 12 carries for nine yards in one game because his offensive line was so bad. I refuse to believe that's fake news. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's probably easily looked stat. up, <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> easy looked up, but
0: me. tell me if this stat has been beat, Andy. What's that? Um, Patriots extend their records at 18 straight games scoring first.
1: I saw that, yeah, and also um, uh, they also have not allowed an opening drive touchdown in the last 28 games, which oh. is fucking bananas. That
0: is because they're about to score a touchdown. They're driving on this thing and then yeah. fumbled it. Unless yeah. you asked David, and then it wasn't a fumble.
1: They figured out every time. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah.
0: That, that's got to be a, a record, right? I would everyone. have to imagine. Um, scoring first is an 18 straight. I mean, it's a season plus.
1: Scoring first consecutive games NFL record. Let's see. Top NFL streaks. It's really oh, a, a fucking slideshow. Get the hell out of here. Oh, geez. Brutal. <clears throat> most consecutive, most Super Bowl appearances. Games won. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to. Losses scoring. Uh oh boy.
0: All right. I don't care. Yeah. We'll we'll find out when it ends, what it actually ends up, and then we can figure it out. Then how about that?
1: Okay. All right. Well, what else that's... you got on this game? Let's see. Um, us talk about
0: the announcers. I know you have big feelings on those.
1: No, I blocked them out. There really? What
0: about the time when the dude saw a piece of trash on the field and thought it was a flag? Mm-hmm. I feel when I saw that,
1: I thought, oh, "Who Andy's gonna be real triggered by that?" Uh huh. Because it was on the Asante Samuel pick six. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh wait, there's a flag down," as and and, as the, as the, as the, and as they even oh, the like flag, flipped a little flag. like yellow flag thing in the uh, in the presentation. Like there's a flag on the field, and obviously somebody whispered in his ear, "That's not a flag. That's trash." And they're like, "Oh, oh wait, no, it's it's a McDonald's box." It, but look, it's got yellow on the side of it. Yep. Uh, no, he didn't like it. Okay. What Steve. about them saying
0: Belichick never pounds a square peg into a round hole?
1: <laughs> he does it all the time.
0: You just a hater, Andy. Yes. It was that fumble was like they they waited to call that too.
1: Oh my god! Yeah.
0: It was like the play was over. And they're like, uh, you know what? Let's call that a fumble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It took him a while to figure out what was going on. But, you know, I mean, it's par for the court because this is Deerdorf, wasn't it? Yep. Definitely sound like Deerdorf. So I'm sure. I don't know. I don't we know. all know how I feel about Deerdorf, as if he's watching a different game. So water off a duck's back, Steve. I'm a father it's now. I can't carry that not, anger.
0: You're trying to do this, but I know deep down that.
1: No, I'm a father now. Yeah. Makes so it worse. I,
0: now you're all stressed out and now you got to watch this guy or listen to Deerdorf.
1: No, it's very naughty. Uh, it's fine. Uh, oh, they did talk about uh, Charlie Weiss, though, because apparently yeah. he has officially, officially, unofficially, they kept kind of going back and forth because, you know, it's Dan dudorf uh, Announced uh, that he's going to be the head coach of Notre Dame. I
0: don't think it had been announced, but it was like Adam Schefter at this point had tweeted it.
1: That yeah, version th- yeah, that's that. what it felt he like. like, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That version of whatever that is in 04.
1: That, yeah, that exactly. So it was like unofficially official, basically. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, kind of swirling around this game that didn't have anything to do with, it was Peyton Manning chasing Marino's ah, touchdown record. That
0: was the fucking worst, insufferable.
1: Yeah, it's they insufferable, and I remember hating giddy. it at
0: the time too. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing these again, bring back all that PTSD. About I don't give a
1: shit. Right, and also like all his touchdowns were within the five yard line, so he's just like he's throwing on every single like drives just so he can get the the record. Because yeah. there was actually a stat recently that I saw. Um, I wonder if I saved it, but it was basically, uh, you know, Tom Brady has thrown all these touchdowns, but they went and somebody went back and found how many short yardage touchdowns all the the uh, offenses of the top quarterbacks had. And Tom Brady had like twice as many as whoever was in second, uh, Peyton or um, Aaron Rodgers or something like that but they had like twice as many like touch, like rushing touchdowns within five yards than any other quarterback. So, so Brady was never the one to go or, you know, Belichick or whoever was calling the offense was never one to be like, Oh, we're just going to sling it from the the five just to get Brady some, some touchdown stats, Whatever he did it without affected. that.
0: So That's he did it without padding,
1: you know? Yeah. It's so whatever won so- the game
0: some other idiot on the internet went and got a GIF of every single Tom Brady touchdown pass and put it on a website.
1: Tom Brady touchdowns.com.
0: Fucking loser.
1: Tom Brady And in God. fact, uh, there is new, uh, the new um, graph on there, Steve. I don't know if you've oh, been yeah, recently the new graph. Yeah. Um, go
0: viral with this one too, bro.
1: It's a, it's a Um
0: What did Greg say today in the group chat?
1: Yeah, I don't know. You don't even read it anyhow.
0: Uh I usually just tune you guys out. No, this isn't the family one. Those oh. picks would do
1: numbies on the gram. Oh <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh well this 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 is uh probably too nerdy to do numbies. Um because <laughs> we it's have another it's,
0: website, tombradytds.com.
1: Yeah. And it's just all the touchdowns because be I game. could I couldn't track all his Buccaneers touchdowns on Pat's Dynasty.com. Correct. Oh yeah, of course not. Of course not. So right now it only has um his Patriots touchdowns, uh, but I have tracked the game time, like time remaining in the quarter for each touchdown, and created a scatter plot. Uh, uh touchdowns. Uh, the x axis right. is distance. game time, and the y axis is the distance of the touchdown pass. Um, so it just kind of shows you where all the grouping is. There's a whole mess of touchdowns. Within a minute of the, the the second quarter ending, like a stack of them, uh, and then again, kind of towards the end of the game as well.
2: And kind of the, the end of every
1: quarter, kind of seems. And for some reason, with twelve minutes left in the second quarter, there's a massive stack as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, how does Tom Brady have two touchdowns with negative seven air yards? He's just what throwing it behind the line?
1: Uh, screen plays, yeah. The air yards i based on um, yeah, screen screenplays are
0: like negative sevens though i mean i get the fours five the three is yes, 14 three yards behind those are screens
1: no some that's of bad. them i mean, well here's the thing you can click on any single one that's there and it will show you the video of the play not your your site's broken bro click on it now it's not sending me click i i just did it i'm looking at it well, maybe yeah. it just renders wrong. So it's a uh, Brady Antoine Smith where he rolled out to the right. Oh, this is against the Saints um, in two thousand one. That game we rolled to the right and then threw it back to the left. Antoine Smith he was seven yards behind the line of scrimmage, and similar to the James White one too. It's kind of he's out of his shotgun and he like has to drift back and then throws it kind of out as like a swing pass behind the line of scrimmage. James White behind the line of scrimmage. That one oh, too.
0: so I was clicking on the graph. I didn't click on the right the bars.
1: Well. How, how is clicking on the graph going to do it, Steve? Because it would, would bring it up and then I'd VLC. I know reading comprehension is hard, but all the touchdowns at the top, you can click on all the dots and that will play the video.
0: It's crazy as long as touchdowns only 55 air yards.
1: I mean, that's kind of a lot.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like not, not really anymore.
1: I mean, I don't know. You'd have to look up. And this is just like, From the line of scrimmage, how far did the ball go?
0: If you only count yards gained on passes that went for TDs, he has more yards than Rex Grossman. Correct. That's not That's not very impressive. Rex Grossman fucking sucks.
1: Rex Grossman went
0: to a Super Bowl. I know he did, and he's like universally panned as like the worst Super Bowl quarterback of all time. Oh, that's not true. (laughs) Who's the worst? (laughs) the 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 Ravens guy, Kyle? No, who is the
1: Kyle Bowler? Uh, wasn't it? Yeah, is he the 2000? 2000 Ravens. Yeah, uh, it was well, it, Rex
0: Grossman's right there with him,
1: Kerry Collins. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's but he was still a starting quarterback that went to Super Bowl. And Tom Brady has thrown more passing yards just on touchdowns alone than he has. Tom Brady has thrown more touchdown, uh, playoff touchdowns than uh, Joey Harrington or Jay Fiedler. And they're ever threw it, Again, those aren't like
0: super
1: impressive. Those guys suck. Well, yeah, I mean. That's kind of how this works, Steve. It's not like he's going to throw more playoff touchdowns than Peyton Manning has ever thrown touchdowns, is it? You're
0: right. There's a lot of touchdowns in the last second of the second quarter. Yep,
1: there's a lot. There is one Bucks TD on here. What are you talking? There is one. Yeah. So it's, it's two playoffs. This is this is riveting, I'm sure, for people listening. To.
0: Well, they should go on the website. It is yeah. it is actually very interesting, and I can't believe you found time to make this fucking
1: website. Don't you have a newborn? This is this is pre-newborn. <laughs> and and the graph at the top is all just data entry when I'm waiting for um, stuff to compile at work. So I can do that in chunks. You're a goddamn loser, Andy. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're here with me, Steve. So what does that say about you? You are the company you keep. Well, you know, the whole pick your boogers, pick your friends, but
0: not your family thing.
1: I mean, you moved, you moved away from us. And yet you're still here Thursday nights on, on our zoom call without fail. Yeah, not missing I mean, It was
0: terrible when you know when Dave was on, but now it's just <laughs> it's tough. I agree. Can we talk more about Troy Brown though? Because I like that part.
1: All right, talk to me about Troy Brown.
0: He seals the game with a first down reception.
1: Yeah, after getting the interception. Yeah, and that was what one of his two catches in the game. Is that no, right? It
0: wasn't. A, it wasn't right after the interception. It was oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. early fourth quarter. is the last drive, two minutes left. They have no more timeouts. Tom, so Brady where do you go? Second and ten goes to Troy Brown for twenty yards. Right, Neil, 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 game over.
1: One of his two receptions on the game was yeah. the biggest catch of the game.
0: That's why but, he's out there. The two minute drill after playing defense the whole goddamn game. Right. So get yeah. out there, get out there, Troy. We need you to catch us a goddamn first down.
1: Yeah, you got to seal this. Yeah. But I think the. uh,
0: and you know who was covering him and who had the tackle? It's funny, I didn't realize this. Who was it?
1: Medea Williams. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, Corey, yeah, the, the Corey Dillon draft pick. The Corey Dillon pick, yeah. That's hysterical. So, yeah, I, I'd say um, this is a, a relatively watchable game, uh, if you can find it. I, I don't think this season. one's on YouTube, so you have to go digging for it. Um, But... Yeah, I think uh, if you can only watch a bit of it, watch the second quarter because that's when all the action happens, really. Um, with This is
0: an eminently watchable game, though, because yeah. they got a little out of hand, but the Bengals kept keeping it close, and they're, they're slinging the ball. They're actually running it. So generally, a lot of these games recently, the Patriots' defense has just been absolutely locked down. Suffocating, right yeah. And the games get out of hand quick, where this yeah. game... You think it could
1: have, you know, peaks kind of go up
0: a little bit, but then mangles come back. It's definitely yep. a little back and forth since you got a bunch of big names.
1: Yeah, a bunch of big, like early big names, too.
0: And obviously, it's a sick for Brown game.
1: Right. Yeah, which is worth watching yeah.
0: generally. He's out there outperforming Earthwind Moreland, who's just getting absolutely eaten up by TJ Hushmanzada.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everybody was
0: TJ Hushmanzada. Yeah. I have a note Earthwind is overmatched by everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean
0: it's not his fault, but
1: no. Because wasn't he uh wasn't he undrafted or something? Yeah, you know, he was he was back up on his team in college or something. was not that, isn't that uh, what we decided last week or the week before? He's not uh not not something you would expect to be a starting NFL player, but you know, this is where the pages are this season, and yet this 2004 defense is considered like one of the best defenses that the pages have ever had. Even with this struggle in the defensive back, so yeah, I'll I take. I
0: mean, you don't really think about that because we were talking about if this is the best defense they've ever had, and might be even with just absolutely nobody in the. I mean, you get Rodney, that's probably crucial. If he got hurt in this yeah. year, they'd probably be a lot worse.
1: That's true. It sounds like Samuel, Samuel he's has right been around Sam- for a
0: while. Samuel's not, he's a rookie this year.
1: No, that's so, uh, why I, I so he's like, he's actually been on oh, the field. Yeah, he's yeah. more of a yeah. But, yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, it, I, this is kind of the reason we go back and watch these games, because we just forget that, like, oh, yeah, 2014, it was really good. But it's like, how the fuck did this defense play so well with literally a makeshift MacGyver defensive backfield of Troy Brown and Earthwind Moreland?
0: Yeah, and Dexter
1: Reed yeah. playing significant time. Significant time. He was like a core Gerard special Cherry, teamer.
0: Gerard Cherry? Uh-huh. He's getting in there, and it's just, oh,
1: my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, but also, um, I think we got to shout out the kind of the fuck you, Tom Brady. This was kind of peak that era, too, where, um, you know, Patriots score a touchdown, and then Bengals come right back and score their touchdown. So, it's tie game. And that answered the drive to answer that um, where Brady, like, immediately scored a touchdown was... Uh, Brady complete for nine yards to somebody named Jed Weaver, who is... Yeah, with
0: uh, a neck roll.
1: Yeah, a tight end with a neck roll.
0: Who uh, the fuck is that guy?
1: Beautiful. He was their third string tight end because Daniel Graham was out. Um So nine yards to him, 13 yards to Kevin Falk on the play that you never see them run anymore, where he fakes the screen to the left and then spins around backwards and then throws the screen to the right. Yep. Which you just... I used to love that play, but they never run anymore. Um, and then a deep bomb, 48 yards to Patton. And it's just like one of those, you know, fuck you response drives. And then the next play is literally Carson Palmer pick six. Yep. So this game went from tied at seven to the Pats up by two touchdowns. Yeah,
0: ten oh five tied at seven at eight twenty-seven. It was. Page up two
1: touchdowns. Yeah, like the pages real quick drive, three plays um, to drive yeah. the length of the field, and then pick six. And it's just like Jesus Christ. That that even changing like the,
0: the Bengals go on a long drive and, and get it down to another touchdown, right? Yeah. So cinco, two and a half minutes left. Right. Patriots come back and score 25 seconds left.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just that this is what I'm talking about. It was just that like fuck you. Response Patriots. This is that situation football i have always been really good at. Yeah, but they were. But it's not like they were driving up and down the field the entire game. It's just kind of every time the Bengals score, the Patriots like, all right, well, fuck it. Now we got to do it. Like if they, you know, they go three and out every once in a while. But like, as soon as they needed to score, like fuck it, we're gonna go score, and they just did it. Marched straight down the field. I even know what about here about T.J. Duckett coming in, or is that just a
0: highlight that I saw?
1: That was a highlight. That was uh, that was the Falcons' highlight give me the duckets. tj duckett uh also uh something rossum i don't remember his first name uh, he was the kick returner and i only know him because uh, i would play madden with my college roommates and i was a falcons and i i told my roommate not to kick it to rossum because his name rhymes with awesome and then for the first and only time ever i returned the kickoff for a touchdown. And was just screaming the fact that his name rhymes with mm-hmm. awesome the entire play, and uh, I was—I did not let my roommate live that down. This is when you were doing that instead of going to class, right? Uh, No, this is after that. Oh, this is not Penn State, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. This is this is afterwards. This is this after is, I learned to go. This is
0: yeah. You're you're like Corey Dillon on, the, on the Patriots.
1: Yes, I am. I'm a 21 year old freshman at UNH at this point, I believe.
0: Got
1: it. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Steve.
0: Yeah. Well, as you can bring me on this podcast, Andy.
1: All yeah, your well. dirty
0: laundry aired up for the tens of listeners we have to hear. That's right. Hey, we have like 20s of listeners. What episode are we on? Are we get close uh-huh. to 100 Yeah. What are we on? Do you know?
1: Uh 80 something.
0: Well, you better something. You better get Troy Brown on for number 100
1: Or what? you gonna leave? You got something uh, better to do?
0: What if number 100 would be the
1: Chargers game? Oh, uh, I, I mean, Chargers games in like 2005, right? No, I think it's not this year, isn't it? 20? No, you no, sure? Chargers games like way in the past. I thought it was this year. We have released 82 total episodes.
0: So we're on 83.
1: This will be 83. That's yes, when it goes live. And at this How rate, there won't be this, uh, this right there will not be an 84. What else you got in this game, Steve? Anything?
0: There's a note about Marvin Harrison getting a $22 million signing bonus and how massive that was.
1: <laughs> how
0: quaint. <laughs> and the, compared to all the guys that are recently getting $75 million guaranteed.
1: Right, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, the numbers these days are just outrageous. And that, sh- that shit ain't inflation, tell you what. No, no, I it's NFL inflation, I guess. Yeah. But right, let's, yeah.
0: let's do best and worst.
1: All right. You want me to go first? Sure. Uh my best is Troy Brown. <laughs> everything about him. Everything. Steve, he made a tackle. He, he he got credited for a tackle in that game. Did you know? He that? He's already had tackles though. Yeah, but I mean he did everything. Like, he was he was catching game ceiling passes. He's making tackles. He's blocking, getting interceptions in the end zone, trying to return them. Two catches, two first downs. He had a pass defended as well. Oh yeah, two tackles, both solo. He, he doesn't. He doesn't need help. Troy Brown, defensive player of the game. No. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, I think my worst is just uh, having to look at Marvin Lewis again because he just he makes me sad for Bengals fans because I mean, David, you know, he's like, Oh yeah, no, we, we still kind of like him, but you could just like hear the sadness in his voice when he talked about Marvin Lewis. And I think also probably the, the ownership as well, I think had something to do with how bad they were because the ownership's I think known to be pretty cheap just generally. So, yeah.
0: Oh, and that's, that's all of them. Until that guy came and bought the Browns.
1: Yeah. They were right. like
0: that too. The Pittsburgh Pirates are like that.
1: That guy's yep. super stingy. Yeah. They just don't give a shit. So it just makes me sad when uh, other teams aren't run as well as the Patriots are. And also makes me thankful that we have Robert Kraft, who was actually a fan before he bought the team. Yeah. So he like gives a shit, you know, instead of it just being like a money making operation. So yeah. What about you? Uh... I don't know a lot of
0: worsts, except the whole Charlie Weiss leaving, because you know I think that actually affects the team pretty significantly. Him and okay. and uh, Romeo Cornell leaving right around mm. right around this time. That's fair. It takes him a while to get back from that. Um, so it's like that's like the first sign, I guess, of the beginning of the the lost years. Yeah, is what I'm gonna call it. Fair. I mean, watching the Patriots defensive backs play defense <laughs> on Ocho and Hoosh. Ocho to mucho I have on here Ocho two. <laughs> and they both went to Oregon State which I didn't know
1: that was pretty cool yeah uh that and they both graduated the same year they were both drafted yeah, yeah. by the Bengals in 2001 yep but My um that's gonna be fun but Chad Johnson was drafted like in the the first or second round yeah he's the first and round. Tj was drafted in like the sixth or seventh round yep but that's pretty fucking cool and they were both like studs.
0: Impressive. Steven Neal, NCAA champion. I didn't know that. Uh undefeated wrestler, NCAA champion. undefeated. He was like I
1: 83 know. and and zero or 80 something and zero.
0: Someone, uh, the Belichick or Skarnekia had said he is the most like
1: improved player they've ever coached. Well, yeah, because he didn't play football. Exactly. <laughs> another another uh is that is that another um example of Belichick's genius, would you say?
0: Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, that's fair. He finds guys that like no one even thinks to look at.
1: All right. Sebastian Vollmer from the. Yeah. um from Germany. Ebner. Ebner. Yep.
0: It's going to be Johnson. That, that Maryland lacrosse guy. You know, he's got a huge heart on for that dude.
1: Oh, you mean Hogan? Chris no, Hogan? No,
0: no. So. There's a guy. Uh, he's like the all time leading scorer for Maryland oh, lacrosse. That's right. He yeah, yeah. played for some D3 school quarterback <laughs> and led them to the D3 championship and won it. Nice. Yeah. All right. And so, no yeah. one knows if he's going to be in the NFL.
1: But oh, we I know. have the
0: Bill of in All of the, the oh, We across know. Yeah, he, you kidding me?
1: He'll be invited to camp at the very least, right?
0: And this this best is going to throw you off a little bit. Ooh. But it was the Bengals fake field goal touchdown.
1: We didn't talk about that. Yeah. I can't believe really I didn't talk about this. whole. I've been sitting on this thing. That was a sweet play. I'm surprised David didn't bring it up. That was like yeah. probably the Bengals highlight of the game.
0: And it was right after Palmer gets hurt, right? Yeah. And like, it hasn't even come out yet. And like, yeah, it's, it's literally the play that, that he gets hurt. Carson Palmer's last play. Yeah. It's on the third and five. Right. on the 11 and they're in this, this suite. I'm going to put the highlight up on the website because it's actually worth
1: watching. Well, I'm not going to do that, but okay. I'll find wow. a YouTube video and link it. We don't it's put the, other teams highlights on this. On the
0: It's on the, it's on the prime time.
1: It is. Yeah. And it's just that
0: it was a cool play.
1: It was just well designed, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like a well,
0: everyone running was like back really off from, tackle. That's kind, of kind of a good call from Marvin Lewis. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" The quarterback just got blown up and right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. and like you the know, perfect like, oh, timing about that. It. And no one's thinking about the fake field goal at that point. So it was actually a pretty good coaching call in the sport.
1: Yeah, so he did have one. That's good. Like you think it's okay? I
0: mean. For the Bengals in 2004 hadn't had a winning season since 1990. They'll take mediocrity, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mediocrity is a big step up for them.
1: Yeah, that was a touchdown run by Bengals uh, legend Kyle Larson, air punter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was his rookie season, 2004. <laughs> Life would never get
0: better. Yeah, he peaked early, week week 14.
1: I mean, you know, it happens. Yeah, that that was his only ever rush touchdown. His rush. only ever, yeah, his only ever <laughs> non-punt. <laughs> oh, he yeah, had a couple of kickoffs, three kickoffs in his career.
0: Well, it'd be the <laughs> worst if one of those was the one where, uh, what's his name, Mr. Big Chest stomps him in the chest.
1: Oh God, yeah. Oh, I think that that must have been past his, his time. Yeah, though. that's that's he didn't the, the time he, he only played until 2008. But yeah, that would be tough. Although in 2008, his final season, he did uh, crack the century mark in punts. This most every he kicked 100 punts, which feels like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. And the Bengals went four and eleven and won that year. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, when you're shitty, you punt a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know. So all right, you got anything else, Steve? Good. Talk about anything else. You good? Gucci. All as right. They, as the kids say, do
0: they? Suppose this to so the Graham get the numbies, as Greg says.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody says that.
0: Greg says it. He said it in the group chat and the family, and everyone
1: ignored him. Well, right, because that's what you do when somebody says something stupid like that. You ignore them. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I think since he's here, um, we should. Uh, Turn in next week to see how much of a blubbering little bitch Greg is. On the Patriots Dynasty podcast. we should assuming he's going
0: to be here next week, but okay.
1: We'll let him lead us out. (laughs) Well, I mean, you'll have to tune in next week. What is next week, Steve? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, next week, um, this is a game that I vaguely remember. Um, It's one of the losses that I care the least about, I will say. But it's also... I
0: know it's a loss.
1: Yep, you do. Um, so go into it knowing that. But it's also a game that the uh, the winning team has named it themselves. So we'll just we'll just we'll tickle your teaser with that, Steve, okay.
0: Okay, fine. Okay. I'll find out when I watch it.
1: Okay. If I watch it, you'll watch it. you always watch it. I don't
0: always watch it. Always watch
1: it. All right. Well, I think that's it. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you David for coming on and giving us a Bengals perspective on the old school, early two thousands years. And um, it was always nice to hear the suffering of other fans. Yeah. Yeah. Feel it makes me
0: feel better about my life for sure. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. That we, we were, uh, we made the right decision following the, the New England yeah, Patriots thanks, instead of some of
0: born in New Hampshire. Yeah. Awful, really awful
1: it. team. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so next week the Patriots will travel to Miami Pro Player Stadium for a Monday night game against the two and eleven Miami Dolphins. Oof. And we will see what happens next week on the Patriots Dynasty Podcast.
0: So hey, later. Hey, later.